Okay, good evening everybody. And as mentioned, we're Baruch Hashem, we, we finished Sha'ar and Betfila last week. And in a couple of weeks, we're going to be starting uh, Shabbos Malchus. So really, I'm looking forward to that, to working on Shabbos and ideas of Shabbos to improve our Shabbos so much. Actually, my wife was just telling me that my, my son, uh, Moshe, who's four, so um, I was telling her that what was more important Shabbos today, what's more, much, what's holier, Shabbos or Torah? You know, his, 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 you know, his, 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 and he decided Shabbos and Torah are equal. <laughs> so, I don't know if we can really wait out Shabbos or Torah, what's more important. They're, they're both pretty, pretty important, and they're both connected to Torah cool in different ways. But Shabbos is really chashev, and it's, it's something that we all do, but there's so many levels of how we can improve, and so that's, I'm looking forward to that. So I decided to do something which we can just do for tonight, um, which is a classic, I actually did it in, in, the, in the Shulat Amachad, or, but a little, a little over 10 years ago on a Shabbos day, I did it after, after Kiddush one day, I don't remember what the reason why I did it, but I, or, or Shabbos afternoon, I think it was in the summer, uh, on a Shabbos afternoon, but it's, it's a classic work, something I, I myself, at a certain point in my life, I used to do, I believe even every day. I'm trying to think of certainly multiple times a week. I, I was something I wanted to be kind of this this letter. This is probably closer to thirty years ago, but I still do it occasionally uh, as well. And it's a tremendous um, letter by one of the greatest Rishonim, the Ramban. Of course, the Ramban. He believe something I believe was born in eleven ninety five. He had his very famous uh, disputation vikuach against a, a Jewish apostate, Pablo Christiani. And the Ramban, who was very victorious in that uh, in that in that uh, forced debate with a Jewish apostate in front of Franciscan friars and Dominican friars, and the uh, King of Aragon uh, won the debate. But as a result, in the year twelve sixty seven, under pressures, he was forced to leave Spain. And it would be Nifter in twelve seventy. There's all kinds of. Ramban writes about how he, when he came to, to Eretz Israel, to Israel, it was like he, he started a, a minion. Remember, the Crusaders had destroyed the Jewish settlement uh, of Jerusalem. So there was even a minion there, and he, and, he, and he went to Shechem, and he got a different people, and Torah, and he built a shul there. And that, that shul, the Ramban shul, is a Ramban shul told today, uh, which is uh, connected to that shul. But when the Ramban came in 1267, he had left his family behind, and he wrote them this Musr letter, this work of ethics, uh, to his mishpacha of what they should be working on. And it's not, I think to bring down that the Ramban wrote this letter uh, shortly or almost immediately after landing in Israel. Because remember, he left his family. Those days, when you said goodbye, he said, God bless you. You know, <laughs> there was no email, there was no texts, there was no Zoom. There were no letters come out. I mean, there were letters, and this is a letter he wrote. But the letters were, were take, you know, there was the travel, and the letters didn't, oh, you know, we think our mail is about today. Letters in those days mostly did not get to its destination. If it did, it took a significantly long period of time. And when you say goodbye to your family, when you went to the trips very often, you never saw them again. And this Mr. Ramban never expected to see his family again because he had left Spain uh, with a one-way ticket to Israel, to Eretz Israel, and in those days, when you, you had a, it was a one-way ticket, it meant a one-way ticket, 
right? So he writes this letter to his family, um, which we're going to do right now. Says the Ramban. Remember, he's writing. He's writing. The Ramban is writing an ethical work to his family. This is something he believes is crucial and critical. The Ramban, who on anyone's hands, is the top three or four of the Middle Evil Sages of the Rishonim. Somebody whose works are studied daily by by tens, hundreds of thousands of yeshiva students and long day Torah studies to our very day. Whether it's the Ramban on Chumash. Which, uh, which is a classic and one of the most important works on the commentaries of the Chumash, whether it is the Ramban's uh, Pirish on Shas, or his, his, his Shara Gamul, or his, his commentary on the Rif, the Mulchamas, the Ramban is one of the most studied Rishonim, and this is what he writes to his family. Shma b'ni musravicha, vi'alti toish teres imecha. He says, listen my son, to the discipline of your father, and do not forsake the Torah of your mother. Now, this, is, this is actually a pasuk, uh, a pasuk in Mishlei, the first paragraph of Mishlei. Shema benimos ravicha. Listen, my son, to this is your father, and do not forsake the 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 the, the Torah, the guidance of your mother. I once saw a you know a marshal by Rav Gifter, the tells the Rosh Hashiva from Cleveland, which I'm going to just. Tweak uh, that you know the, the Gemara really says that the, the Av is the father is is the Torah which is from Hashem and the Torah Simecha are the sages the the, the great rabbis being the rabbis of the Talmud those who made rabbinic law when the rabbinic law was created by the Sanhedrin so Gifter gave a, a, a marshal a parable to understand it why the rabbis would call the Torah why the rabbis would be more stringent at some level I'll, I'll explain it in, in my own words. Uh, which and contemporize it. You know, imagine you had a, a child who is a di- diabetic. A child who is a diabetic, and the father says once doesn't, doesn't want a kid to go into a candy store because he can go, go into shock and die. If a kid starts eating ch- sugars and candies. It could be extraordinarily dangerous. So the father tells his son. You do not go into that candy store, or I will kill you. you go, the punishment of going into the candy store is, I will kill you. You will be punished. You'll be potched. You'll be put into your room. You won't get allowance for fifty years. Pick the worst kind of person you possibly get for a kid. Why does the father do that? Because it's the ultimate mercy. The kid doesn't understand enough, or will be too tempted. He'll go into the candy store and he'll go into shock and very likely die. So the father is putting a really strong rule on the kid not to go into the store. Aber, but the mother knows her son even better at some level. The mother lives with the son more, is around the son more. The mother tells the son, you go on to that block, onto the store, on the block of the candy store, I'll kill you. I'll, I'll punish you for 50 years, you'll, be, you'll get, you know, you'll lose your allowance, you pick a, the worst possible thing. Now, if you're the kid, you're the kid, who's the, Crazy, harsh, draconian, mean. It's the mother. At least dad let me go on the block. Mom doesn't let me go. Mom's letting me go on the whole block. Mom's, what kind of craziness? What kind of cruelty is this? But who is the much more kind person at some It's the mother. It's the rabbis. So says of Gifter, again, I just changed his muscle, but, I, but it's, it's essentially the same thing. People look at rabbinic law so stringent. So, you know, why do we have to have all this? No, it's the greatest kindness. Because 
we break the Sabbath, for example, we mentioned the Shabbos, we break the, the Shabbos, that's nuclear. We're destroying our soul, we're destroying, we're, we're damaging ourselves. If a person eats non-kosher, it's damaging themselves. So the Chachamim made all kinds of rabbinic laws to protect us, right? We know today that Yichon, not secluding yourself with a, with a person of gender locking the door, it you know, it's, what am I doing? I'm a mature adult. Well, guess what? You can lead to terrible things. So Chazal, our mother, the rabbis banned it. So their man starting with this idea that we have to listen to turn all the rabbis, all such, because they're for us. <laughs> they're all for our own benefit. Tisnaig Tamid. Ladabra called Recham and Achasach Adam of Achayis. Imagine this, the first thing that Ramban says, it's an ethical work. Always speak gently to all people at times. Now I could tell you something, it's just, I haven't had this actually for many weeks, maybe even months, I think that happened this afternoon. I went to a show which I don't usually go to. You know, the one time I could switch around is Mincha in the winter because, I, you know, and I got stopped. I wish to see a guy I haven't seen. I wish a model told me a thing. This guy then gave it to me over the head about something in the school. Mom is screaming his head off. And one of his relatives walked by. He got involved. Now, it wasn't about me. <laughs> I'm just a target for a big school and you know somebody else it was, and the person was if you ask me dead wrong inappropriate you, you name it I mean uh, it was like so and it, it, so self-righteous I mean it's so myopic myopic I, 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 it's not it's irrelevant now don't think if I would scream at him back which I could have easily uh, and I would be right, and, and it would be appropriate. I don't think it would be effective. But well, let's say I would scream it back. What would happen? It would, it would probably... Could be, I'd say, if I'm screaming, anyone who screams, by the way, it's an important rule. If you scream very often, you say things you'll regret. As, as, as a person who has had this chus, um, to both as a rov and as a community leader, be involved in shalom bias, and in family feuds, and in friendly feuds, or, or ex-friends, People say things, you can never get it back. <laughs> Words, now you may say, I'm sorry, and forgive me. There are things that are said, for sure, mother-in-law, daughter-in-law, newly married couples, um, people who have friendships with interesting dynamics. You say certain lines, the scar, now with Hashem, we can do tshuva, but with people, very challenging. Mothers say kids to, things to kids. Fathers say things to kids. These kids are getting therapy 50 years later, they're mentioning. I remember, I think I mentioned this. I once had to do a funeral, not somebody from Mama Khan, from one of the conservative temples, but they had what to do with them. And I didn't know that they asked me to do their father's funeral. I asked, what should I say? And literally, I'm not joking, this person brought up something that happened decades earlier. Like, 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 like decades. I mean, it must have been 50 years earlier. They didn't get over it. Like a, a lot, something their parent did. They just could not get over it. You, you, so when it says it on Bible, always speak gently. Because if you don't, first of all, you're going to get yourself angry. Okay? <laughs> you think it's worth it to get yourself angry? You know what a person, an angry person, which we'll touch on in a second. You know what anger does? It, you, you, you get, uh, trust me, I was a little bothered afterwards. I'm not going to tell you such a tzaddik. It didn't phase me at all. You know, it did bother me. I, uh, um, you know, it, it, it irked me because you, you, know, you, when you first of all, no one likes to attack. That's number one. Number two is, no one likes to attack. Why do you, you do something wrong? 
you know, here I wasn't even involved. That's number one. Number two is the guy was wrong. <laughs> I even list the things. <laughs> right? But anyone, even if you even if you are wrong, no one likes to be attacked. It's not a good thing to be attacked. It's not a smart modus operandi. You know, if, if sometimes a parent or a leader has to put down force and even so it has to be very measured and and only extra on that and so but you speak loudly, it's a good way to get angry. You, you anger yourself. It's a good way to lose focus for a period of time and say dumb things or hurtful things. Or when you're speaking loudly, screaming, what happens is you're not think you never think as well. You never think as well. You, things are way more high pitched. And what happens is is you don't know the even if you're right your message doesn't get heard. Because <laughs> all the people see is a person screaming aloud it, you know. One of my kids, I know, one kid, I need to even, I'm not loud, I can't like be strong. Because if I speak strong, the message gets, all I can feel is a strong. You know, it's like, they're so sensitive in a certain way, like, that's all they hear. They don't, they don't even hear the message. So, the first thing Ramban says, as far as practical, always speak gently to every person at every time. Every person means some people are annoying or perturbing or disappointing or challenging or wrong or evil. You're not going to gain by, by screaming. You're going to lose. You're going to lose yourself in the process. Always at all times. At all times. So, if you do that, you'll be saved from anger. Anger is a Anger causes people to sin. It causes... It, Actually, I'll, I'll just finish that. I'll touch a little bit. Because the Gemara says in the Dharma of Beis called Koyes Kamine Gehenim Shaltim. Anybody who gets angry, all forms of Gehenim rule over them. All forms of Gehenim and the, the Ran in the Dharm on Chav Beis. The Ran was a student of the students of Ramban. Two generations later, of the, of the Ramban. The Ran says Kamine Gehenim means. Oilam Hazat, you'll have you, you're a person who's angry, you lose yourself. You lose your soul by the Zora says when a person is angry, they lose their Hashem at that moment. They they, they, they they ruin their moment. Like no one likes to be angry. It's it, it destroys your character. You can't daven, you can't even learn, you can't be happy afterwards. You say crazy stuff, hurtful stuff, things you regret. You 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 and and we're talking. I think for what say for that maybe it's towards more. I talk about the person's anger. They have conversations in their own mind. They start going. <laughs> they get it gets to an echo chamber of anger, and you and you you lose yourself. So you get Gehenim right now, and you get Gehenim a world to come, because a person who gets angry could do the the worst of errors. And he doesn't say it here, but we know the Talmud says called Kais is kilo oivet of a zara. A person gets angry. As if they were an idol worshiper, because a person who loses their temper. I remember I once was was a friend he lost his temper. I think I said the story perhaps in one of my classes. Guys are ripping posters off his wall. We were kids. This is a long time ago. Ripped posters off his wall, screaming like a nutcase. I was a kid, but a person. The kids they call it temper tantrums. Now you look at a person with temper tantrums, you're out of control. They push it out of control, right? There are adults who have temper tantrums, and that's that's even more dangerous. You lose it, you're out of control. Because the Gemara says you can even worship an idol. What does that mean? It means even if Hashem, even if there's a mitzvah, there's a command, you don't care at that moment. That's because you've totally lost Seichel. There's no God over you. That's why it says, You're out of control. 
and you get angry. And you want to know a good way to get start your angry process? Start screaming. <laughs> That's a good way to get some fuel to the fire. Start yelling. You just that's where you lead to. The person yells back. Oh my! The person yells back. Then it just gets higher. You know, sometimes it even leads to blows. But it doesn't lead to blows. in this world, the You want to get remove anger from your heart. you'll take away raw evil from your your flesh. raw. What's raw? Is gehenim. H e l l. That's where a person ends up. Gehenim in this world and the next. Shnevagam Rasha for a wicked person, it's the Yoim Hara. And Vechashatinatsam in Akas, if a person saves themselves, that's a question. Save yourself. <laughs> you wonder what you're doing and you don't get angry? You're saving yourself. You know, sometimes, you know, I'm looking at Lady for a second. You're, you're, in, a, you're in a service business. You have customers. It's not worth it for you to get angry, <laughs> right? You're not. You're not. I'm sure Laser was selling things for years, right? You, you want to get angry? You, you, it's not worth it. It's in a kadai. Is it? Could be if a super person once in a while. If they're, if you're, you're, they're, they rip you up. But you to lose yourself in the process, in a kadai. You first of all, even if you're right, deal with it. You can send them a letter. Law. I'm not telling you to be ripped off and be a sucker, but a person who's going to get scream, start screaming, you're going to, you're going to make your, yourself miserable. You may damage the ability to fix something. You know, I, I, you know, one of the books of, I read in the bathroom a couple of times. I don't read, usually don't read the same book over, but I've read it in the bathroom maybe three or four times over 30 years. Is Dale Carnegie. <laughs> Dale Carnegie. How to Win Friends and Influence People. Actually a smart book. That's why I read it a few times. One of the things he says, very intelligent, forget an altruistic reason for it yourself. Forget, you want to get something done? You want to change a person's mind? <laughs> you want to, you want to, don't get angry! You know, it takes a dummy person to do that. You're not going to, you're not going to convince people with anger. And so, well, you, well, you're not going to, you're not going to win. You're going to lose. And even if, I'm like going Dale Carnegie, for us, it's not worth it. You're losing your neshama. <laughs> you get angry, you just lost your neshama. Now, some people are very high level can, External anger. Okay. For the one in a thousand person that can do that, we'll have the condition. For most people, 99 people, they get miserable and angry and lose focus and damage relationships and damage relationships with Hashem and say dumb things and make mistakes. And therefore, when you're saving yourself, that's what you're doing. Saving yourself. It's a horror wants to tell you. By the way, oh, let me tell you from good experience, people who get angry are always right. They think they're always right. Of course they're right to get angry. Do you know what they did? Do you know what she said? He said. He did. She did. That kid of mine didn't, didn't do their homework. Okay, it's a discipline. Not screaming their head out there. You, know, you just have to do their homework. Right? They're always right. People, my mother-in-law, my son, my wife, my father, my neighbor, the rabbi. <laughs> you name it. When people get angry. They're always right. They're always wrong. <laughs> you got angry, you're always wrong. You're always wrong. You get angry, you always lost your neshama. Tell me what you gained. You lost your neshama. You were an idolater. You're telling me you're right? You're always wrong. 
Always, there is nothing that's going to be worse than anger. Again, there's a couple of small things which Chazal tells external anger, external, never internal. You get internally angry, you're always wrong. Therefore, you're, the Lush of the Ramban is Kashati not sell. When you save yourself from anger, Tala Alibcha, Midasal Anava, then you become a humble person. To be a person who's humble. Now, humble doesn't mean a nebuch. We've discussed this previously in Tomer Humble means a person, which we'll, which we'll elaborate in a minute, who's, who's, who realizes who he is and what he is and his own limitations. We all have limitations. I'll tell you, like the classic spouse thing, someone's driving and make a bad turn and they almost get into a car accident. One spouse screams at the other spouse, like, you know, or get the ticket, you know. You got a ticket last week, <laughs> but no, she got it. Or he got a ticket. Like you know, there's a you know, someone drops a glass and smashes. You scream at them. You know, I mean, you drop the glass as well. Like there's always that. There's a humility that okay, they made a mistake. They're wrong. This guy today. Well, there's two people I got momish sabotaged. Um, both. I'm telling you, both wrong. I'm like momish. One has a, whatever it is. I don't have to the details. Both wrong. Okay. I make mistakes too. So I, a certain amount of another is that we all make mistakes. We're all not perfect. Right? And a certain amount is that I told my wife I got a kapara. I got a kapara atonement. Baruch Hashem. Get an atonement. Someone gives you a hard time in this role. takes away from the next. Especially when uh, it was not proper. Whatever it is. Chavetz Chaim wished he had these kind of kaparas. There's a certain level of humility of, you know, we're not perfect. Fine. That's actually, I'm just thinking to myself. I don't know, maybe I got this thing happened today so I can give my share tonight. Give some good practical examples. Right? This maybe I don't think, you know, this whole event is actually a certain novel. Like, listen, things happen for greater reasons. Talib Khamisan of humility, which is the best Mida. You know, we, we discussed in other forum, whether it was in prayer, whether it's in Shuva, whether it's in service God, the more humble we are, the more Hashem we can the better we can daven. It's not just about us. The more we realize our how we deal with other people, a sensibility. Not again, a great person, right? Moshe Rabbeinu was the most humble of all people. He was a leader. He's the greatest. He's the, he's the, the ultimate leader. A person who took responsibility, who said what's right and wrong, who was not scared to do it. But there's still a sense of humility, right? When Moshe Feinstein, I've discussed him previously, was the person who Paskin deliberated on the most challenging cases in the past eighty years, hundred years. And yet, he was the most humble people, person I dealt with other person, people. Thus, uh, a humble person realizes it to the greatest of the generation. <laughs> and Ramosha Feinstein was the greatest Pisces of the generation last uh, 40 years ago. But he, at the same time, was humble with everyone he dealt with. It's not a contradiction. It's, it's actually, the greatness comes from humility. Um, and the, the, if, you're an, if you're an angry person, you can't be humble. An angry person showing they're not humble. How could you scream at another person? You also have faults. Or, or there's, a, there's deeper reasons to things. Right? Again, we're not going, he's just giving a shorthand letter, so we're not going to elaborate, but they're deeply connected, and humility is, is the essence of service to Hashem. Right? The Katsuka Rebbe said, where do you find Hashem? Anywhere you let Him in. If you are a Balgaiva, if you're a, a, an arrogant, self-centered, um, angry person, you will not have Hashem in your life. Shnehemar, as the verse says, Ekev Anava, on the heel of humility, 
is Yirash Hashem. Is Yirash Hashem. Comes fear of God on the heel or the reward of, of Yimilah. There's also a passage of Mishnah in Proverbs. Comes Yirash Hashem. Uvavaranava, where a person's humble. Tala alibcha, then you can come to Hashem. Midas Hayira. Then you have a whole, then you can think beyond yourself. Right? A person gets angry at the world. When you're angry, by the way, you're focusing on you. That's almost always the case. You're angry because this person did this to me. Or this kid is giving you a hard time. Why are you making my life so hard? I remember what her parents said in my office. This kid's making my life miserable. I said, okay, we tell you, Hashem gives every parent the kid they're supposed to have. And they're just children. I mean, I'm not going to get the conversations I had at the time. But when the anger was coming, or the, or the, or, or the, Lack of anava is about them. It's all about them. That's what, no one gets. I think I said this story once. I was not there, but a, a, a rabbi I know, a, a very proud rabbi, said, told, told, said, you know, said over that it was by a bulletin board in a certain yeshiva, and a guy. Actually, I saw I saw a similar case also. It's pretty much the same thing. Guy gets all upset that a sign was taken off. He's like, "How dare somebody take down that sign?" How dare somebody? That's so inappropriate. So he said, why are you so upset? Because it's appropriate to give a whole speech of someone puts up a sign and you should keep it up. So if I that turned out whose sign did he take down, the guy was screaming. If it's somebody else's sign, they're not screaming. You know, they're not upset. They're upset what happens to them. You know, anger is, is all about them. So a person is self-focused, you cannot focus on Hashem. And as I mentioned, you, you lose your Hashem and a humble person, an Hashem, an arrogant person, Hashem despises. That's a pasuk in the Torah, in Navins, in Mitzvahs in the Torah. When a person has humility, they're able to connect to Hashem, to Yerush Hashem, and they're able to think beyond their, their nose. Such a person can put to their heart, can inculcate Ma'ayim Basa. So thinking, where did they come from? Ma'ayim Basa. Where are they going? What's the, what's the fate of all man? In our own life, we are rima we are we we we're vulnerable. We're sick, you know. Someone told me they had a colonoscopy. You know, colonoscopy, you have to forget about the procedures, the pregame, the postgame, right? Yeah, person has stomach. Person gets flu or COVID or or or, or, or just somebody today was telling me that a uh, person I was. With their cognitive issues, their brain is not you know, a person in the sixties. Person in the sixties, they they forget things, they, they they have problem remembering things, doing things. We're very frail people in this world. Person gets stomachache, headaches, allergies, other other big or small illnesses. We're all in this world. We're in this world. We're very frail. Their knee hurts, their back hurts, their head hurts, their eyesight goes. This world, what do they think? We're kings of this world? In one second, a person shot hit by a car, a car accident, shots this, you know. Certainly, after, after 120, we're all going to be, you know, uh, the fate of all men is the same. It's, you know, besides totally righteous, we t- decompose for our good. So I'm not talking about resurrection of the dead right now. So, you know, where we come from? Where we're going and what our essence, even in this world, and and who every Jew, every human being is going to give an accounting, a din, a judgment, and a cashment. What we could have done, what we could have accomplished, what we did do, what we could have done. 
Lifnei Melech covered in front of the ultimate Hashem of Hashemar, Hinei Hashemayim, Ushmei Hashemayim, right, that the heavens, all of the heavens, all of the, for, for the, 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 all of the, the universe, the galaxy, can, uh, uh, um, uh, can, uh, Hashem is above and beyond, the, all of the galaxies and universes is just a speck of creation to Hashem. Right, for those who learn more Kabbalah from Hashem had to remove himself to create this little speck compared to what Hashem is. Certainly you and I, who are finite, limited creatures, creations, right? we can't ever fathom Hashem. And a person, when they're humble, when they think a little bit beyond their breakfast and lunch and dinner and creature comforts and desires and wanting the world to be in their image and people to be in their image and relatives to be exactly the way they're supposed to be and neighbors and your garbage can and the negative, for those who missed that, we in Chicago had a warm day of 17, but two days ago and yesterday it was uh, actually three days ago and two is, is negative 7, 10 and with one child of negative 30. Yes, there's a merely negative two to three. <laughs> it warmed up a little bit. Two, two to three with windshield below zeros. So I can say to myself, oh, I can't believe how can I live this way. Uh, be overly focused on the weather, overly focused on me. I don't, nobody, you think people in California care that weather in Chicago is negative 10? They laugh their heads off. No, no, you laugh their heads off. Chicago, they're freezing. This. But if you would have it, you are, or if there's an earthquake, but you okay, people think a little bit of earthquakes, but that, that way. Oh, look at us. You enjoy your own weather more. People, if you're experiencing it, so you can be focused yourself, but they won't think about Hashem. <laughs> you know, we, the more, it's less about us and the way we act. And, the, and what the Mabana teaches that you say, you are the person who can fear Hashem, who can be close to Hashem consistently and, and deeply. You, 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 gotta, you gotta leave yourself. And how do you do that? Well, one of the most important ways is not to be arrogant and not to be angry. Which are, and those are very connected. And a good starting point is speak gently, right? You know, we usually don't see a person screaming as locking in Yerushalayim, but there's a connection there. There's a deep connection. And in, in, in order to think about where I'm coming, where I'm going, our frailty, our vulnerability in this world, our eternal day of judgment, which is going to affect our eternity, you need to be in a state of mind to get there. How does a person accomplish that? He said, this is what he's telling his children, his grandchildren, how to do it. You've got to be able to think about it. If you're angry or you're arrogant, you're not thinking in these terms. A person contemplates and ruminates and ponders things. You'll be, you'll be fearful of your Creator. You'll distance yourself from sin. And you'll be who, Nobody, people who are angry are not happy. People who scream are not happy at some level. People who are arrogant are not happy. You know why you're an arrogant person not happy? Because when they're cold in the negatives, they're miserable. Or when somebody doesn't give them the honor that they want, they're miserable. Or when they, they plan a vacation and their flight gets canceled, life ended because their vacation... It was about them. <laughs> you know, when they hear about 5,000 flights being canceled, okay, they go on to life. Their flight's canceled. Their hotel room. Their rental car. Right? Their egg that they ordered from the restaurant is not well done. They're not happy. 
They can't enjoy the egg. It's not geschmack. My salad is a salad. Soggy. Come on. Mamash, the lunch is shot. Right? Because it's about them. And everything in the world has to be exactly when they're not happy. The different person is humble and connected to Hashem. And they have a muna because of that and fear of Hashem. And they, they're calm, happy, happy, happy. So, you know, you walk around happy in this world, not miserable. You see some people, very successful and very miserable people. Right? This is, a, this is the path to happiness. And, and eternal happiness, obviously. Because if you're matzlich, you're successful, this will be successful for the eternal world. And you have some level, which we'll discuss soon, of humility in front of all men. And to be wary of all people, their honor, to care about all people, how you deal with every single human being, every person you interact with. And you're scared to hurt people for no reason, to damage people for no reason. And from sin. You have a sense of, 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 of you don't want to mess up. You, know, you don't want to go into that candy store and eat what you're not supposed to eat and kill yourself eternally and damage your, your soul. As Tishra Alecha, then, then the Ramban says, Yu That's how a person gets Hashem's presence. Ziv Kvayda, the, uh, the splendor of Hashem. And the world come in this world. You live a life of connected to Hashem in the world, in this world. In this world, you live a divine life. People who are angry or arrogant or, or sad, they're not walking around with Hashem. That's just, those are all contradictions to connecting to Hashem or to live in all about. I'm not saying people don't do mitzvahs. Not, they're not good people. There are good people who unfortunately are sad or angry or even arrogant. I mean, all those block them from living the potential. But you're not having oil and ball. <laughs> you're, you're not happy. You're not having oil and ball is not as being happy. Oil and ball is not being sad. Oil and ball is not being angry or not being arrogant. Do you want oil and ball in this world? And you want to have more oil and ball in the real world? This is the path to do it. If you're not, you're missing a boat. That's what Ramban is telling his children. Ramban was a very religious man. He was a Talmudist, a Makubal. He was one of the greatest Kabbalists, one of the, the, the much of Kabbalah comes to Ramban and his students. He was a Pisac, he was a Rob, he was a doctor. He's not, he's talking, this is the letter he's writing to the children. You want Oilam Haba in this world? You want to live a great life here and be Zoycha to attorney way more? This is how you do it. Viatabani. And now, my son, Da, understand clearly, or A and C. If you're arrogant, if you're walking around this world, haughty and over other people you're looking at you're better and more correct now of course there's objective rights and wrongs over here but it, it, it's how you view they're wrong because they may not know they may not understand better or that this person today I can tell you they were biased by their own situation and you know and their own challenges they and they're, all, and they're not bad people, by the way. I, I, I started, they were dead wrong. And happens to these two individuals who were dead wrong and to be good people uh, and quality people in many ways. Um, but they're focused on their own needs or whatever. Again, I was not even the party involved. I was just like, got to hear their ire uh, publicly. 
So, uh, no one attacked me, they attacked the school, whatever. So, but, 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 they're not, they're, but at the end of the day, when you understand, people are, are complex. Like, I told someone, I was recently, somebody who had a personal thing, I told them, you just understand, they're going through a very hard time. You'll, you look at them completely different. Most people are going at some level through a hard time. Some people didn't have a good mommy and daddy to teach them how to behave. <laughs> or, or, you know, I, I remember, and I'm not, saying this, I'm not trying to generalize, but I had a roommate who came from a very bad divorce, and this person could not handle conflict because I don't think he ever saw resolution in his youth. Um, so you can't judge him as somebody who had resolution. You know, I, you know sometimes you have kids who are only, ch- only child, and they never had siblings beat them up. And have to deal, make up with them. So for them, it's hard to make up because they never had that experience growing up. You know, they, there's a plus of having siblings teach you some lessons in life. You, know, you learn how to get through other things in life, right? That's the plus of having a sibling. And some pe- people never had that, and they never learned. So, but, but you don't. But a person, you understand, a person doesn't look down on other people or or, or, or individuals. Says so Ramban. You look like you're better, you're firmer, you're more religious, you're holier, right? Only Hashem knows that. You, and therefore, if you think, if you can do that, you think you're Hashem. You'll be, you'll, you, you will be, at some level, rebelling against Hashem. It's an amazing thing. You walk around arrogant, at some level, you're rebelling against Hashem. You know why? You're taking Hashem's role. You know better. You know this guy's story. You think you're better. You think you're amazing. Again, now if a person eats not kosher, they're wrong. They are wrong, and they're damaging themselves. Right? I just know today the Russian Ukrainian lady, whatever I, you know, doesn't know anything. Zero. If she eats not kosher, it's because no one ever told her. I, mean, I didn't tell her, by the way, because she's not ready to hear that. But 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 they're wrong. But you can't judge them. Only Hashem can judge. Them. No, if they ask you, they're wrong. And if your children ask you, they're wrong. But are, are, are they, are you better than them? Who knows? Maybe you're doing something wrong in your life, which you know better. And therefore, you're acting like Hashem. You're taking the garments. Again, if you're a rabbi of a shul, or you're a head of a school, or you're a head of a household, or you need to make a decision in your life, you need to know what's right and wrong. There are black and white, or, or even dark grays sometimes. That no, that's for sure. But being the judge of others is the role of Hashem, and only the role of Hashem. Now you can see people are wrong. You can't, ju- and, and if you're said, how do you even judge them? But that you're better. Who says? How do you know? The Talmud says there, when 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 went, the world is flipped over. Some people who thought were on the bottom are on the top because they 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 achieved more. And what do you mean arrogant from? If it's wealth, Hashem, money comes and money goes. And success monetarily it comes from Hashem. If you grew up with a wealthy family, you, you, Hashem put you in that family. Or you're successful in, in, in business, you're in the right place at the right time. Hashem gave you those, the parents, the IQ. You did anything for your IQ? Right? To get the, to get the wealth? Wealth comes and goes. I know somebody... Who I'm very friendly with this person, not joking, made probably oh, 50 million dollars 
50 million, 60 million dollars, 50 million dollars a close to something like that, uh, in the two years. 50 million dollars in two years. It means to be 25 million dollars a year. Okay, it's not Elon Musk. <laughs> it may be more, more. Tomorrow, at least 50 million dollars. In the past few months, made, lost hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars. Made no money. Had to sell their business. Okay. Well, you know, money comes, money goes. Right? Uh, you know, it, there are all kinds of people being recovered if it's honor. So, so your money, I shall get the glue in one minute. In a minute, you put the wrong stock, the wrong investment. Right? Unfortunately, people in the south of Israel who their whole life just got changed. Uh, you know, their whole life. There are people with businesses right now who are in the army. Their businesses have collapsed. There are successful businesses in Israel. Right? There are people who, you know, got caught up in Ponzi schemes. In bad stocks, bad houses, all the time. Money comes. You are you think your money's forever? People, people lose money all the time. It's all for Hashem. In the covered honor, honor. Hello, It's all for You give honor, Hashem. You give off. How are you taking Hashem's honor? I just tell you today. <laughs> A very smart person in his 60s forgetting things. Mays are softful and I'm actually one person on my block growing up. Lady in her 40s got dementia. Uh, uh, which takes away the, 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 the knowledge, the wisdom, the speech of the most competent people. The times that came and takes away the wisdom of, of the age. My money, people. Wisdom comes and goes. You weren't born with your IQ, <laughs> you right? You, 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 I mean, you, you, I mean, it's your DNA. You weren't. I mean, as I said, you are born. You weren't. You, didn't, you know. And even your opportunities. You are. You're a good IQ. That's a given. Your parents who pushed you, or you had as a kid. You know, people ask me how I know geography and history. It's the craziest thing. Um, obviously, uh, on some of for me, I'm not great at other subjects, but that type of stuff I've happened to be very strong at. My parents had an encyclopedia, like this world book encyclopedia. I memorized it as a kid. Like, why, you know, whatever reason, I, I liked it, I memorized it. I mean, memorized it. I, I, I read it well. I know I gave it. <laughs> I, when I was younger, I, it, was like a, it was like a 1960 whatever encyclopedia. It's in the early 80s. You know, know the population of countries from the 1960s. <laughs> I, know, like, you know, I was like 10 years old. I know, like, Angola's population from 1966, where the World Book Encyclopedia. And you know, I knew what Angola was. If, you know, my point is, is that happens to me as a as a kid. I was like an international geography for championships. Had a good head. But for whatever hashkacha, my parents had they had to do nothing for for this stuff again. I, with the language of statistics, I was always terrible at that stuff. But 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 also like the fact that this encyclopedia was there. Like, what was the chances? Like, you know, it just they had it. My mother kept it. Whatever it was, they didn't keep it for me. It just happened to have it in the house. Happened to one day bump into it and read it, and I, 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 you know, I don't know why I did it as a little kid. And then, and by the way, by like age thirteen, I got into sports. And I don't think I looked at it ever again. <laughs> you know, that was it. It's like baseball and basketball and soccer. But as a little kid, I was not. I was a nerdy little kid. You know, I was not into sports. I think my parents like take me to sports things. I was totally not into sports. And I got very into sports at thirteen. But at, at that age, I, I took it. I read it many times. Um, 
but that's Hashem put the thing there, and all wisdom, wisdom comes and goes. People lose their seichel, and the opportunities, the IQ comes from Hashem. The opportunities, that's all. It's, and Hashem take it away. So Nimsa, therefore, says the Ramban, Hakol We need to you and I. It's not this to look to look at everybody as are equal. Everybody is equal. You cannot judge other people. You're wealthier. You're smarter. You're re- more religious. We don't. Now we can say Moshe Feinstein knew is the greatest Talmud of the generation. He understood that. If you pick your Rebbe. A Rebbe has Hasidim. He knows he's the Rebbe of the Hasidim. Right? If you're the CEO of a company, you should do a CEO job and not the janitor's job. Right? If you're the father, you're not the kid. Okay? You're not equals, but you're equal in the sense that you don't know who's doing a better job in Shemayim. You're equal because everyone has opportunities. You may or may have it. You can't look yourself as better than other people. To understand it's a big difference. Everyone's the Freyamaku. You look at everyone's equals for the Creator. You don't know if you're better. Kiva Apo and Hashem's judgment, the point is, so to speak, anger, so to speak, judgment, is Mashi, he lowers the, the, the haughty. You think you're so smart, you think you're so wealthy, you think you're so holy, you lower it. If you're saying that Hashem could, could, could raise the, the Shvalim, you should, we should humble ourselves. Don't let Hashem lower us. We should be realized how we deal with other people that Hashem will raise us. By the way, as he said, you'll, you'll have Hashem in this world in your life. He'll give us the greatness in this world. Al Ken, therefore, the Ramban stresses at Farsukham and teaching my children, how a person could always work, walk humbly and live humbly in this, in this world. Kol, he goes back, he said previously, all of your words should be spoken gently. You wanna, if you want to save yourself from anger, Save yourself from anger. Lead yourself to humility and to fear of Hashem and to having Hashem in your life and to have Olam Haba, an eternal world in this world, a connection to Hashem, a blissful world in this world. This is how you do it. Start by speaking gently. <laughs> Small things. On that note, Rosh Hashanah, don't walk around haughty. Don't care, or look down. Don't look up like you're the king of the universe. Don't imagine yourself as bad as other people. Your heart should be thinking about Hashem. It's not about you. It's not about the weather. Right? Next week, by the way, I'm visiting my family. We went to break. Why are we going to Miami Beach? No, no, North Miami Beach. Right? So I have much better weather, sun. It's not about the weather. It's about Hashem. It's all about, it's not about you. It's not about, uh, you make a decision. My mother asked me this morning, are you, are you upset? Uh, you, have, you could pick Chicago, you could pick Florida, whatever. It's not about the weather. It's not about the, the house or the car. Of course, we, uh, do you think I don't want to go rather? Of course, I want to go rather. I'm a big walker. I, well, of course, I pick, you know. But it's a, and if, if you know if you're stuck stuck in traffic, it's a bad show. It's giving you it's your opportunities in life, right? And leave Chalamali if you're stuck in traffic and you miss your flight. If you caught a guy or two people jump on you one day and scream at you, or 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 you don't feel good in the morning, or you have a headache, or your allergies are bothering you, or something doesn't work out, or you would like to be living somewhere else or having different opportunities or your your chavrus, it's libi What am I going to gain? Of course, if there's something practical, intelligent that we can do, we should do it to better our situation. But beyond this, libi it's all about how, it's all Hashem. Thinking about Hashem. Think about 
Where are we going in this world? What's our judgment? What's, what's our purpose in this world? What should we do in this world? Can I do things, be- things better? The Altado, when you deal with people, don't look at them like you're better. It's so important. Everybody should be greater than you in some way. There should be nobody you meet who you can't look at them as they have something better than you. You're going to look at everyone in this world and they're, they're somewhere better than you. There's something better than you. Right? If they're smarter than you, if they're wealthier than you, you should give them honor. Why should you give them honor? Because they're wealthier or smarter but they did nothing for it. No. That's, they have a gift from Hashem. They have opportunities to give tzedakah or to be smarter than you, give, maybe give a shear or help people, give advice. That's something to honor. They're, they're smart. You're very smart, but they have more opportunities. They have opportunities that you don't have. Vimrashu, and if they have less intelligence or less wealth, now flip the other side, something with less than you. Uh, think to yourself, you, are, you have more obligations. You should be giving more tzedakah, more shurim, or more advice, or more, you know, you had more opportunities. Right? You, 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 they, they came from a house and their mother and daddy, they, they were, they, they were fighting all day. You had a house where your parents were blissful. You had a house where you, your parents encouraged you to be successful and go to school. Not MIT, who though maybe like a pen. Uh, both anti-Semitic these days. <laughs> maybe like somewhere smart, like a good yeshiva. You, oh, you went to yeshiva. Wow. How you have parents who taught you to go to yeshiva? How lucky you are. Guess what? That little boy who grew up in Chile, there were no yeshivas in Chile. Or certainly in Moldova, there were no yeshivas when that boy grew up in Moldova. That let on that his parents who grew up in communism knew anything about yeshiva. So you should look at yourself as better than them. Right? They grew up, or they're poor, they never had an opportunity for this. Vimrashu, and you're, and you're, therefore, you have more responsibility. You have more obligation. And if you don't do it, you're more guilty, and they're more innocent. If you're sinning, you're uh, uh, amazing, you know better, and they're shaking. They're, they're on a much lower level to understand this. Behold the Barach, and therefore, Everything, you, all your actions, all your words, all your thoughts, at all times, of think to yourself, you're in front of Hashem, right? You're in front of Hashem. Not in a nervous OCD way, in a healthy, happy way to think about. You're in front of Hashem because you can be, you're not thinking about yourself always. You're thinking about beyond yourself. You're, you're, you're not just, it's not just about you. You're looking at the good of people. You're calm, you're relaxed, you're thinking about Hashem. Because the truth is, Hashem is everywhere. The whole world is Hashem's world. And therefore, when you speak to people, the way you act with people, you be you're in Hashem's world, you're like a servant for your master. You're dealing in Hashem's world, right? Let's say, labashal, in, in a crude way, on a lower level. You're in. Um, What's it called? I don't know if this command doesn't exist anymore. Once upon a time, there was Victorian England. You're in the royal palace, and somebody insults you. You're screaming for the king and the queen. You'll be embarrassed too. You'll be, you'll be so petty. Get you know, start bumping. You'll be embarrassed to do certain things. Why? Because you're you're in the royal palace, and they have all kinds of royal regal expectations and things that you do it. So therefore, if you're in Hashem's world, you'll speak a certain world, world a certain way. 
This is by because again you, you have a certain humility for a person be me career ish we deal with people, don't scream. Rakpanachas, like in front of a king or a queen, someone respect. Right? Once upon a time, people had tremendous fear and awe and of their parents or their teachers or their elders. Right? There's once a world where people that they would be embarrassed. People that are embarrassed and nothing come out. They have no awe of their elders or of their parents. Very little, unfortunately. That's the world we live in today. Certainly the presidents, they lampoon the presidents today. Maybe if we could reset, but but they shouldn't be lampooned because you, what you do is destroying all hierarchy. Okay, We live in a crazy world where, where, where <laughs> you could lampoon both all the candidates for many different reasons, but it's it's unhealthy. Terribly unhealthy. Um... Rakbinachas, you, you speak a little bit about Isaiah and says Ramban to his children, Likras Torah Tomish or Torah, learn as much Torah as you can. Always, Megisa Bayonah, Yin learns Torah as much Torah as you can. Learn and learn and learn and learn and learn and learn. As much as you can. Bekashatakam, and when you have a moment you get up from learning, you have, it's, it's at night, or in the morning before you go to work, or at night, or whatever it is, when you get up, Look what you're learning. If there's something you can do, is there a chesed? Is there a good act? Is there a staka? Is there a kindness? Is it working my tefillah? How I treat people? Is somebody suffering? Do I see somebody sad? Look what you can do. How can I put my learning into practice? Um, as we, as we actually said this last week at the end of Sharma Tefillah, we learned to save about prayer. See how we can, how we can improve our tefillah. How we can improve our prayer? With sepash is ma'amasecha, and in the morning and night, and again, this is like a vitamin, it's not all day and all night. Spend a few minutes in the morning and night to look the book of Arab, what we can do better, how we can improve. And if you do that, every day is a chuva, you're always looking how to improve. <laughs> person is always looking more at night. Oh, I, I, you know, I was late to davening, or I was not so kind, or my child asked me a question, I was in a bad mood, or my spouse was telling me something and I was spaced out because I was looking at my computer why well, I don't know to get the news to be about Ukraine or even about Israel my spouse was talking so maybe we should stop and have a conversation or you know I, I was in traffic today and I started screaming at my steering wheel <laughs> car actually doesn't hear screaming at your steering wheel you know and you get all angry see like innovation shouldn't maybe didn't accomplish too much doing that where I cut somebody off and I made somebody else's life a little bit more miserable and, you know, but the person is always thinking in the morning and night, you're doing shuvah constantly. One person is davening within five minutes, we're going to be done, that's a bit long. Uh, remove all external things when you're davening. And purify your heart in front of Hashem. Purify your thoughts. Great people. I've been around such individuals. Great people. Think before they talk. Chashiv hadibur koydem. They think of what do they want to say? How they gonna say it? Nuance. Koyim shetotzi pecha. Vechentase koyim avlecha bechol davar davar. If you do that every day of your world, lo sechata. You're not gonna sin. Ovezayu devarecha. And if you do this, to tell his children, your actions, your words, excuse me, umasecha. Your actions, umachshav asecha, and your thoughts will all be yisham. Utfilascha in your prayer, tiazaka will be pure. Uvara 
and clear, and sincere, and accepted in front of Hashem. You prepare your heart, it says in Tilim, then my heart. This is the Ramban's prescription for a person to be holy in this world, spiritual in this world, successful in this world, happy in this world. Therefore, he tells his family, this is a short letter, I know it took a little time, but I can do this in five minutes or, or 15 minutes, depending on what I do. Tikra um, goes, read this letter, once a week he tells his family, not less, to, to fulfill it, to, to, therefore, you will always walk with Hashem. You should, you should, um, you should be successful in all your ways. You'll be married to get to your world to come. Which is the, the which is waiting for the righteous. Not only will have oil in this world, it will lead you the path to all the path of the whole yom. It says that Ramban makes a very strong claim here. Any day you read this, you'll be answered. You'll be answered forever. Amen. You the day you say this letter. You practice letter, you'll be answered. It feels like answered. How's Ramban saying that? I think I believe the Ramban, besides his own holiness, Ramban saying you do this letter and you improve yourself. That type of person is feels going to be answered. That's how you're, you're a different person, such a person. Their tefillah is going to be answered. You know, I gave the safer out. Actually, my oldest story, I believe it's her boss, was in Chedva, because I read this letter hundreds of times. I can read it now. When I was younger, as I mentioned, and I, you know. I, it, it's a, this is a something we learned it today once. Something that you know, it's Kadai person that I gave. I'm saying, gave my daughter's bas mitzvah because the art school has a, has a small copy version of it. So I gave it to the girls that her bas mitzvah years ago. She's now nine years ago, plus almost ten. Um, but I gave it because it's the type of thing you gotta review over and over. It's not something we should hear once. This is an important letter. That, you know, to the extent that we inculcate the letter, it's not just our prayers are heard this, that day. It's our prayers are heard every day. And we live a better life, a good life. Okay, we're going to hold here. Mitzvah Shem in two weeks from now, we'll learn about Shabbos and how we can improve Shabbos. Okay.